Welcome to What Did We Just Watch, a show where we talk about what we just watched. I'm your wholesome know-it-all and resident movie buff, Zach Kuya. And I'm your friendly neighborhood casual viewer, Emily Coffin. <laughs> and what we've decided is, you know, friendship shouldn't be limited by the fact that we're all quarantined. Absolutely um, not. However many miles apart. Warrensburg's not that far, but it's not on, it's not next door either. Right. And <laughs> why should we have our conversations over FaceTime when we can subject the world to them as well? Exactly. Like so many <laughs> others, we've decided we should record our friendship now because that's the only way it works anymore. Exactly. I think just universally, we've decided that the only way for anyone to be friends anymore is to record a podcast. And I think we pretty much thought, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, your, your <laughs> intro, friendly neighborhood, uh, casual movie watcher is, is apropos <laughs> because for, for the inaugural episode of what did we just watch? Oh yes. I, I was allowed to pick and surprising none of my own friends and or family week one, we're going to talk about the, the classic, the epic of Beautiful. the early superhero genre. We're going to talk about Spider-Man two. Yeah, we are. We're going to talk a little Tobey Maguire. We're going to talk a little Sam Raimi, <laughs> a, little, a little James Franco, a I, little Alfred Molina. I Oof. cannot wait to get into this and immediately make it become so clear that I know so much less about this movie than you do. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the movie I grew up on. Like I, I watched these movies religiously I, because Spider-Man speaks to me on a spiritual <laughs> level. And this has always been the one that I think is... I think this is the still the pinnacle of superhero movie creation. Not just Spider-Man, but just all of them. Just all of them? this is the best one. I think this one... Okay, can I say something before we start? Please um, do. I can't remember if I actually told you this before. I have not watched <laughs> this movie since at least middle school. It <laughs> has been so long since I've seen this movie, and I don't think I realized how long it had been until I started watching it, and I realized how <laughs> little of it I remembered. I was like, I... What's happening? <laughs> I don't oh, so good. like. I had to go back and watch the first one to like prepare myself to even know what was going on. Good for you doing prep work. Thank you. <laughs> it's what I'm good at when I feel like it. You know. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, um, around here we have some questions that we like to ask. We watch movies. We start obviously clearly. What did we just watch? That one's easy. Spider-Man Two is the answer. Good job. Um, first big question. What happened? You know, what's the movie about? Um, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man <laughs> continuing to zip around the city in his second set of adventures. The second time he was played by Tobey Maguire. Yes. Um, an absolute goof of a man. A goof um, of a man. Real sweet, you know? I Just love him. real sweet. I really do. The second uh, time we got an absolutely awful opening monologue leading into a pretty good movie. <laughs> you know... <laughs> It's tough. I like a lot of things about this movie. Tobey Maguire does not have a monologue voice. No, he really doesn't. Maybe that's the problem. Um, he just kind of <laughs> this isn't this movie, but the first one especially when he's like, you wouldn't believe my story if I told you. <laughs> it's, I forget about that. It's yeah. not for the faint of heart. I'm yeah, Spider-Man. He, <laughs> he? you wouldn't believe my story if I told you. I said, <laughs> then why are you telling me? <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then probably don't then tell the story. Maybe don't tell me. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, that's a pretty easy question, so we're going to move on to my second question. Yeah. And I'm calling this question, what's extreme? 
Ooh, I like that. What's, what's the best? What's the worst? What's the strangest? What's <laughs> the most whatever you want to talk about here? Um, I'll start it off. Please do. By say, you know something that's extreme? The opening credits of this film. <laughs> oh, the opening credits of Spider-Man 2 go hard go... and do not apologize I for it. I cannot remember the last time I watched a movie where the credits were at the beginning. And they the were a solid, like, seven minutes movie. long. Oh, yeah. And they're artistic. And they're and you, it ra- it, it, so like, very 1990s. And... <laughs> because it's so Sam Raimi. You know? Oh, it's, it's very, very like, Sam Raimi schlocky old horror movie <laughs> director but now he gets to do like a multi-million dollar superhero franchise i did not realize until i like looked um correct me if i'm wrong he did evil dead right sam Raimi. that is correct i did, did not realize that i have always yeah. loved evil dead so i the just i saw that and i was like i did not know that was who that was <laughs> yeah topically if i were gonna fit this into like current news um sam Raimi just got chosen as the second uh, director for the Doctor Strange sequel. Really? Um, the the original director Scott Derrickson is off the project now, and Sam Raimi is coming in to do uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Which oh come god, on, he's gonna have fun so with cool. that. He's gonna have just a grand old time, you know. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm so into Marvel movies, just like getting a random director and letting them do stuff. Because like Taika Waititi yeah. saved the Thor franchise. Yes, he did. Just saved that character completely. And now I'm hoping, I mean, I liked the first Doctor Strange, but I'm, I'm hoping weird Sam Raimi Doctor Strange will just be everything that my heart desires. That's all I want. Uh, oh, that we should be so lucky. I feel like if we're going to talk about here, I need to talk about at least one thing that is my favorite in this movie. Please. And while there are a lot of things that are my favorite in this movie, uh, because it's very, very good, um, we, we, ha- we haven't even hardly mentioned... Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus. Oh, Which I think is what makes this my favorite superhero movie because I think he is my favorite supervillain in a movie. It's so like, he's like fun, like uncle mentor for a while. Yes. And then just, he turns evil and just watching him kind of ham it up and like pretend like he can hear voices. Yes. It's so good. I I have a note in my notes that I'm looking at right now. Uh, The exact note is, Doc Ock is my favorite super... uh, I'm going to go back. Uh, Favorite supermodel? (laughs) I think Doc Ock is my favorite superhero villain. His arms are scarier than any other villain on their own. You cannot change my mind. (laughs) Those arms are spooky. Okay, here's here's the most extreme, scariest thing in this movie is the surgery scene. Uh, yeah. When he's just unconscious on the table and the arms are like grabbing saws and attacking oh my god and stuff um his wife getting killed oh. by just a shard of glass in it the like reflects eye her and then rotate that's so sad that is brutal you know what it, the two like lasting images that like constantly stick in my mind from this movie are that and the the female doctor in the operating room when she's getting dragged away and she's pulling up the yes, concrete floor yes, with yes, her yes. fingernails. First of all, I don't. That's not I don't how know concrete a lot works. About having long fingernails, no. but I'm pretty sure they would not be stronger. It's not like than that. Concrete, because <laughs> <laughs> that was every time I watch it, I think no, I think your fingernails would just come off. I think they would. Yeah, just break. I don't think that's how that and works. It hurts me. It hurts me from a distance. <laughs> 
Oh. No, he is wonderful. I, because like I said, I went back and watched the first one in preparation to watch this one. And wow, is Willem Dafoe a treasure? Oh, Willem Dafoe, but, you gotta love him. But Doc Ock, I think, tops it for me. Oh, I've, I While agree. I was watching the first one, I was like, no, this is my favorite superhero villain. And then I got to the second one and I went, oh, I was incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> well, these these movies have the thing that like the modern superhero like MCU movies don't have. And it's that they focus a lot on the villain. Yes. You know, the, these movies like they're all these first two are like father figures and it's like Mm -hmm. the thing is like he can't find a good father figure because they keep either dying or turning evil and then in like the mcu we get like obadiah stain (laughs) and and malekith the accursed i was just gonna say malekith (laughs) (laughs) you get like random guys that are like i want to eat the planet and then they die at the end of the movie uh you know what's really funny i I wanted to say uh, Malekith, <laughs> but my brain wanted to say Mulgarath really bad. <laughs> really funny. That's that's a excellent reference to um, a test podcast episode that we did um, that maybe someday <laughs> maybe will get someday. released as bonus content. But uh, not maybe unless we're someday. desperate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna move us on to the next question Please on do. our questionnaire here. Um, and this question is a question about questions. Mm. Um, and this question is, what are your questions? Oh, oh, What in this movie made you go, hey, what? Hey, huh? Prove that to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. My first question I got is just kind of a character thing. Okay. So it's like pretty, they focus a lot on the fact that both Harry and Peter are just madly in love with MJ, right? Yes, yeah, so much. Why are they so chill about it? <laughs> because they are bros first. I mean, okay? yeah. They are following the bro code and you cannot fault them for that. I mean, yeah. But neither of them are like in any way a little like, I sure wish you'd stop flirting with the woman I'm engaged <laughs> to. I sure it's... wish that would stop. Yeah, that's true. He it just definitely... kind of lets it happen. Well, and they're both in love with her actively in this movie and also she is engaged to someone different oh yes 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 she she is engaged to a man whose initials are four j's yeah john jonah jameson (laughs) jr oh are you kidding me are you first of all your name is j jonah jameson and you choose to name your child jr jr j jonah jameson jr is what you're gonna go with (laughs) he's the real villain here (laughs) Yeah, that's what a, he did to that man. Sell. Okay, but we didn't talk about him just a second ago. J.K. Simmons is also a treasure. Yes, I was just going to say, can we go back and talk about J.K. Simmons, he, please? <laughs> he is a magical, magical man. Wow. Um, and he does such an excellent job in these movies. I love him so much. I just recently replayed uh, Portal 2, um, which is yeah. one of my favorite video games. And I forgot... That he is a huge voice role in that game. And yeah. he's the best one in the entire game. And you never Absolutely. see his face. It's just his not. voice. That's too easy. He doesn't need a face. No, he he just needs a voice. You know, he drops a, what is now like a really interesting um, Easter egg in this movie when they're talking about what to name Dr. Octopus. Um, 
and they come up with a bunch of different names. And one of the names they throw out is Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Yep, it yeah. is. And he says Taken, which means that Doctor Strange exists, exists in these movies here. just subtly. I don't know. Just someone. But it's funny that like now Sam Raimi is directing the Doctor Strange <gasps> movie. And J.K. Simmons is back in the Spider-Man franchise it, in the MCU. It all comes back around, you know? Wow. It's like it was meant to be. It was predestination. That's crazy. Um, I only have one question for this this question. Great. Um, and it's when <laughs> it's when uh, he gets his powers back. Okay. Right. He gets his powers back, and because he's sitting in the cafe with Mary Jane, and they're they're hanging out, and he senses the car coming through the window. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, yes. My question being, hey, if he wasn't Spider-Man, what was the plan there? Right. Just throw a car at a guy? <laughs> just someone and just that hope the plan. that maybe he was, was the right guy? a cafe. Just like, oh, I hope this is fine. And throw a car into a building. Yeah, that's not, like, a, it's not the best it plan. It out. Yeah, but it yeah, did. He threw kind a car of. at a guy that he thought was just a reporter. Um, and that... Probably should have gone poorly. That leads into another one of my questions. Okay. I, listen, I understand that for all superhero movies, comic books, what have you, there needs to be a little of uh, suspension of disbelief when it comes to people not finding out who they are. (laughs) Yes, of course. And I get that Peter is this big old nerd boy. He sure is. But why does no one find it weird that he's Spider-Man's one friend? Yeah, Spider-Man's only friend. His only friend is weirdo (laughs) Peter Parker. And nobody thinks that's weird in any way. Everybody's just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's that's Spider-Man's friend. Yeah, Yeah, that checks out. Spider-Man's friend, Peter. Spider-Man's only friend, some guy from Queens. (laughs) Some guy. (laughs) <laughs> who likes taking pictures that's it he's just looking for pictures of spider-man pictures of spider-man, pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> that's my uh Jay Jonah that was Jameson. really good that was not that was not bad Ooh. um you want me, i want to throw a fun fact at you please from the do comics. please do um you know how i don't know if you this is a very specific line that's dropped in like the background okay um but when they're having the big uh gala that Peter takes pictures at and he and Harry fight and it's the big event for junior for John Jameson. Yes. They mention as he's introduced that he was the first man to play football on the moon. (gasps) Did they really say that? That's a real quick thing because he's an astronaut (laughs) and then they say that in the movie, he's an astronaut and they say that he's the first man to play football on the moon. Oh my God. That is accurate to the comics in the comics. The moon also turns him into a werewolf. <laughs> and J. <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson Jr. becomes a werewolf that is a villain that Spider-Man fights. And I really wonder if Sam Raimi was like, maybe. Maybe I'll like throw that in. Seven. That's maybe I'll really do, like, funny. The moon wolf thing. I hate that. <laughs> I just love that he has it in his back pocket. It's like, if I wanted to. I said it up. Day, I could do werewolves from the moon in my Spider-Man movie. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I've just got one more question. Yeah, okay. So the scene um, pretty early on uh, when Doc Ock is first testing his machine. Mm-hmm. And he's got the big crowd there. Harry's there. Yes. I think MJ's there. 
And he says, Nobel Prize, yes, Otto. Yes, yes, Nobel yes. Prize. Um, I love it. <laughs> did no one think they needed, like, any safety equipment? No one has any no protective has, equipment except for his so little goggles. To this horrible, scary machine. What and they're being no told one is has like, the power hey. of the sun. Yeah. And nobody's <laughs> like, hey, maybe I should at least throw on, like, a lab coat or some safety goggles or something. They don't put them, like... Behind a shield deck above like a, a, an operating theater. They don't do any of that. Nothing. Nobody's they're wearing just goggles. Standing, Nobody's like, got gloves. Six they're feet just away. Out. Yeah. They're At just standing there and he is creating a small sun right in front of them. <laughs> the only, the only <laughs> safety measure that crowd was taking was social distancing. Cause they were about six <laughs> feet away from they're it. Standing vaguely too far. That apart. is the only precaution they took and barely at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a good point they're all just kind of standing there in the warehouse yeah also he doesn't have like a real lab he has like a penthouse warehouse in the middle of the city like wouldn't this kind of experimentation probably happen in a lab upstate yeah like in a lab <laughs> in upstate new york and not in the middle of manhattan yes 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 i sure would I'm, hope so there's gotta be some like zoning laws that say you can't create a sun in the middle of midtown Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> All right. I feel like we should pop over to our next question on our questionnaire here. Absolutely. Um, and the next one I've got here is, why are you here? Why are you here? And boy, there are some interesting candidates for this one. There are. I've really only got, ooh, I've only got one, actually, this I have, time. I have four people really? that I thought to talk about here. Okay. One is a Sam Raimi thing. And uh, if you are a fan of the evil dead you probably noticed that bruce campbell is in this movie yes he is he is in all three of the spider-man movies <laughs> he has a little he's the guy who announces in the ring in the first one yep and then in the second one he's the the snobby uh guy who won't <laughs> let peter in late to the play the which usher. both of us coming from live theater worlds he's right he is correct the usher is right he you should correct. not get to show up 10 minutes late to the play and be let in no as much as i love spider-man he was wrong he was wrong <laughs> and then in the third one he's the maitre d in the french restaurant when he tries to propose to mary jane i have not seen the third one since middle school so i can't <sighs> i can't confirm there's a special deny place in one. my heart for spider-man 3 there is <laughs> uh, i do love it a little bit i'll go ahead and throw mine in here yeah who do you want to talk about all right i have rosemary harris Oh, Rosemary Hair. What a sweet lady. Aunt May. Um, what I did a not sweet lady. I did not really know of anything that this woman had been in. I didn't know her name. Uh, but upon looking, I probably should know who she is. <laughs> she's she, done quite a bit. She's been on Broadway consistently since yep. the nineteen fifties. Yeah, she doesn't play. She was recently in talent. the revival of My Fair Lady. She mm -hmm. was Blanche in the original production of Streetcar Named Desire. I think she was a replacement, but she was in the original production of Streetcar Named Desire as Blanche. Are you kidding me? Yep. That's insane. See, you, you learn something new even in a, a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, actually, I'm looking, I looked at my notes wrong. I actually have three people. You have three? Okay. In my list. Do you want to throw another one? Uh, sure. Uh, the second one is... Uh, every woman who they got paid to just scream in this movie. Um, every young skinny woman who just got paid to, I'm going to take my mic away from my face a little, just go. Ah! 
<laughs> and then fall or get dragged away by a police officer or get killed in a yeah, surgical absolutely. room. <laughs> there is a lot of that in all of these movies. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it, it's Mary Jane and sometimes it was Gwen Stacy. And um, sometimes, sometimes it's, it's just, just someone somebody. someone you've never seen before and will never see again. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but these movies really like capitalize on zoom like quick zoom shot of a woman oh, screaming yeah. and then she gets yanked away by something yes oh yeah <laughs> it's very much in the style that sam raimi's working for and i like it a lot totally it's, it's really like it's full hero fantasy but it's a lot of fun just like yes yeah. it is she just stood there and screamed while the concrete fell and then spider-man swung hey, in and saved her at the last second those women got their paychecks and good for them i say that is right and Everybody they get to, to say they were sometimes. in the sam raimi spider-man movies for the oh, rest of I their wish. lives. I wish I could say I was in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. And I'm going to hold um, off on my third person because I'm pretty sure you have this person on yours. So I'm I, just going to throw I it back to you. You might be right. I have a couple things that I want to talk about. Please First do. First is I, I still forget sometimes that James Franco is in these movies. <gasps> Me too. I started James watching. James Franco doesn't do this anymore. No. I like... like James Franco does Pineapple Express and the interview, <laughs> right? And then every once in a while, like 127 hours, yeah, does, like something really dramatic. But this is not what his career became at all. Um, I, and he does a really good job. I swear, it took me like a solid 30 minutes to even realize it was him into watching the first <laughs> one, because he looks like he's still got James Franco face, but like yeah, he sure. looks a lot different now. He so I was so young back he then. He was such a baby. And yeah. so like 30, I was watching this with Kayla, um, my roommate, for those listening. Um, and <laughs> I remember, I don't remember what scene it was, but all of a sudden in the middle of it, it like clicked and I was like, oh my God, that's James Franco. <laughs> it's James Franco. How did he get here? How did he get here? Why is Who he Who put here? James Franco in this? <laughs> ah. Okay. One of the other ones that... Um, it's it's like the ultimate random cameo in this movie. Oh yeah. Um, in the bank scene. Uh huh. Are we talking about the same thing? Oh no. Okay, in the bank scene, the guy who tells Aunt May she can't have a free toaster. <gasps> okay. You catch this? Who it's Joel it? McHale from Community. I'm sorry. What? He wasn't from Community. <laughs> Joel McHale yet, was in there. This is the past. But Joel McHale is in the bank scene. He she's trying to go get. She she wants to get a, a loan or she wants to open a, a bank account. It's I think she something. wants to open an account. I think that's what it was. And she's like, he's saying that he can't give her something because she's not opening a large enough account. And she says, oh, well, at least I get the free toaster. And he flips over the ad and he goes, actually, that's only on accounts larger than $10,000. And then, oh my <laughs> then God. Doc Ock robs the bank. And coins go flying everywhere, and he tries to just grab. Also, this bank apparently traffics in just gold coins. I guess. <laughs> this bank in the middle of New York City. Yeah, that was strange. Keeps gold coins in its vault. I don't think. I don't think any bank keeps gold coins anymore. But it's really funny to me that this bank is like, yeah, no, we're gonna hang on to that gold standard. Oh yeah, we need. This we is the yellow brick road right here. One of these days, of this investment's gonna pay off. <laughs> Yeah, and he tries to grab a coin, and Aunt May smacks it out of his hand. It's oh a nice God. little moment. Yeah, it's Joel McHale, just randomly. That's in this really movie. funny. I did not catch that. Yeah, he's in there. He's hiding. Um, 
I I almost want to talk about this later, but I feel like we got to talk about it now. I, because this is, I think what you're about to say is what my There's second not one was. someone that we need to talk about more in the Why Are You Here segment than someone who doesn't appear in this film at all. <laughs> and someone who, in uh, fact... We know. ...doesn't appear until quite a ways down the credits. Absolutely. But does appear if you watch the bonus features. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're like me, and once a summer, you watch... All of the bonus features to all of the Spider-Man movies. Of course which is something you do. that I used to do. You become very familiar with a bonus feature called Eight Arms to Hold You. Mm. Where they talk about the design of Dr. Octopus <laughs> for this movie. Right. And there's a very specific cutaway in Eight Arms to Hold You where they cut to what looks to be Sam Raimi's garage in his house, maybe. Maybe. Or just a soundstage somewhere. And who would be on that soundstage? Who would it be? But a friend of ours. Our friend. Our one good friend. One Aaron Scully. Uh, I am Dr. finishing up Aaron taking Scully. a class from the Dr. Aaron Scully. <laughs> like, as we speak, I take the final next week and then that's it. But I am taking a class from him right now. And it is very strange to me that he was involved <laughs> in my favorite movie of all time. I know. That's, I, that still blows my mind. That he is there. And like. He's just hanging out with us now. <laughs> right. He just, he's at UCM now. Yeah. Uh, that's a good plug. Go Mules. Go um, Mules. Yeah. Woo. Go join the UCM theater department if you like theater and also Spider-Man. That's what I had for that. There you go. There you go. There you go. I didn't have a good follow-up for it. Those but are the big reasons to join. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's that, it's that Aaron is there basically. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember discovering that like at, right after he started teaching there. Yes. Because I knew that bonus feature, but I hadn't ever put together that, like, he was the guy in this random thing that I had watched before. And then I was watching through it again, and some guy says, we had a production assistant, Aaron Scully, and I went, no, that can't be true. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) And then there's a clip of him that it cuts to, and it's, like, clearly Aaron Scully, and he's attached to vacuum tubes (laughs) that are supposed to mimic Dr. Octopus's arms. It's wonderful. To this day, I still have not actually seen the bonus feature uh, in question. Oh, it's worth it. You gotta gotta hunt if you want to find it, but it's out there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, wow. It's just, it's just a... Wow. (laughs) I never got the chance to really, like, dig into this with him. I, I wish I had, like, gotten to have a long drawn out conversation about what it was like to work on spider-man you got his email <laughs> <laughs> that's true but i'm still in class and if he thinks it's weird like it, it could still technically hurt my grade and my graduation okay but so. give it a week <laughs> yeah two weeks from now he's gonna get bombarded with questions <laughs> just a lot of questions about sam raimi and also spider-man <laughs> <laughs> huh, i like that guy sam raimi and Good. spider-man yeah. and Dr. Aaron Scully, yeah. a fan of all of All them. good guys. Good guys. And that feels like the appropriate uh, discussion to drive us into the next question in our questionnaire. And this is one that you pitched, um, and, and I think you really have a good handle on it, so I'm going to throw to you Thank first. Thank you. The question is, what if this was a documentary? You know, we're starting this in kind of, we're, we're on the late tail end of the Tiger King craze, mm. but when we first were talking about it, we were right in the middle of Tiger King fever, as it were. <laughs> Um, so one of the sub-questions, question, what is this, five, four? Something like five. that. Question five is what, if this is a documentary, question 5A is who in this movie is most likely to feed their husband to tigers? All right. 
I have my answer for this. Okay, what you got? Because for uh, for the listeners out there, I try not to. Uh... <laughs> Hi, my mom and Zach's mom, our listeners. Um, That's right. <laughs> I try not to pick just the main villain of the film. My my aim with this question was mainly, like, instead of, like, who the actual villain is, who is, like, the one Twitter would hate mm, if yeah. this came out and all of this was told as real events? And my answer to who would feed their husband to tigers is Harry Osborn. That is the correct answer. <laughs> the correct. Harry Osborn he for is sure a, is that guy. He is a little baby back bitch in this movie. And I'm not afraid <laughs> to say it. He, he is so whiny. He is. He was so <laughs> great. I loved him in the first movie. And this oh, one, yeah. I could not stand him. He made me so mad. <laughs> I just wanted him gone. <laughs> I I love him so much in the first one because he's, he's just a good time. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think he does a scummy. bad job in this movie. No, by any means. it's but not his fault. He's just being asked to be such a jerk. Yeah, it's <laughs> they're not... at this dinner party and he's like getting drunk and arguing with his friend, <laughs> and then he's he wants to stab Spider Man and he's working with an evil scientist, and he's giving him this imaginary material to create a son that's going to. He doesn't even <laughs> know. He just wants the guy to kill Spider Man. Yeah. He doesn't even know what he's funding. And he he's has crazy. a whole he has that whole scene where he's arguing with Ghost Willem Dafoe about whether or not he should kill Spider-Man and Oh, but Willem Dafoe. Oh, but Willem <laughs> Dafoe. Anything to get more Willem Dafoe. Honestly. Movie, honestly. Honestly. Ah. Did so good. I don't think we're gonna come up with a better answer yeah, than I think it is. It's Harry Osborne. It's Harry Osborne. Clearly he's the one. It's not Dr. Octopus. He's doing the whole thing because he loved his wife. You Absolutely. Know? He's not going to feed anybody. No, tigers. if anything, I think Doc Ock is probably one of the most uh, sympathetic villains I've ever He's seen. He's very redeemable. In a Spider-Man yeah. movie. Because it's the whole bit is that it takes control of him. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's not in sad. his right mind, which I know is kind of the thing for Green Goblin too. But yeah. like they go to great lengths to be like, oh, here's this chip that's at the base of my... Uh, uh meep shmop uh, brainstem thingy and <laughs> if i lose control of that i'm gonna go crazy exactly and wouldn't and you know does. that's what happens that is the plot <laughs> of the movie <laughs> yep that is what happens in this film yes oh it's good uh i love it hey can i circle back really quick to uh i missed one of my favorites in this movie oh, okay and i feel I'm like it's it. one that would be a crime uh, I would I would be very unhappy with myself if I did not bring it up. Okay, uh, let's talk about it then. The score by none oh. other than the Danny Elfman. Yeah, who, Danny Elfman does a killer job with this one. I love Danny Elfman's music so much. And he, so he is one of the few composers that I can like 100% say anytime I hear anything written by him, it never sounds the same, but I always know it's written by him. He's definitely got, like, a specific style that yes. really works for him. and it's great. And just some of the, not just the music, the sound editing is great. And just, uh, that's all. I just wanted it's to throw good. that in there. You know what else we didn't talk about? And I don't really have, like, a thing to get us to this. But Please. I just want to talk about it. Is the whole train scene. Oh, my God. It's I, like, wow. It's, like, the best thing that happens in a superhero movie just ever. I, it's so good. 
it was at that point in the movie I got so angry at myself for not having seen this movie in so long because <laughs> I was like this, this is just this is what that is what superhero movies should feel like is the Absolutely. excitement and the craziness and the fear and the high pace and wow it's so good and it just uh, has it has so many good moments yes because you get obviously you get the big like you get the two of them fighting and that's all super cool and you get you know spider-man knocked way back on the train and then he slingshots himself through oh. the bridge and then he lands and he's fighting again beautiful and you get both of them like going around the train and to the sides and all over and then he, you know, he makes it go out of control and he's just got to stop the train and it just webs to the building yep. and webs, 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 webs. Uh, and then he's doing the Jesus pose because oh yes. it's so clearly supposed to be a Jesus oh, pose. Oh, 1,000%. It happens in every Spider-Man movie. You it's gotta this have one. Christ It happens imagery. in the Amazing Spider-Man because yep. he's got the, he's hanging on with one to the bridge and one to the car that fell off the Brooklyn Bridge and he's just suspended between the two and it's very Superman. And then in Homecoming... He's trying to hold the fairy together, and it's the exact same yep. thing. It's just arms outstretched, Jesus pose. And then, but, you know, my it's good. Immediately after that, you get that scene, which I think could be a little. I think some people might think it's a little like a lot, but that whole scene where everybody, so all of the um, people on the train, come together, and they're like, "We won't tell anyone." The two little kids that yeah. bring his mask back, wow. and the one kid goes. We won't tell nobody, Mr. Spider-Man. Yeah. And then <laughs> he's so New York. And Doc Ock coming so in funny. and all of them standing up and being like, you <laughs> want him? You got to go through us. And it's, I'm wow. a New Yorker. I won't lie. I teared up a little bit. It's like, so it good. It is just so pure and good. And, and then just to undercut all of that with Alfred Molina. His going, arms just, okay. <laughs> and it just parts the seas. Anyway. <laughs> just. Okay, and then they just yep. But it's so it's so good. It's great. It oh, it's wow. just such a good moment. Uh, I'm a big fan, big fan, big fan. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad we talked about that. It didn't really fit into our questions no, here, but it. Just, I think I meant to, and I just missed it. Yeah, it felt like something that we needed to talk about also, at some point. Since we skipped back, I forgot how funny these movies are. Yeah, very. Funny. They're funny. That whole scene <laughs> where. Uh, Peter is in the elevator with that random guy. Then he's just in his Spider-Man suit. <laughs> yeah. And it's just this awkward elevator ride. <laughs> and the guy just eventually is like, hey, nice suit. Thanks. Where'd you get it? Oh, I made it. Made it. <laughs> it's kind of itchy. Like, it's... Kind of itchy. Rides up in the crotch a little bit. <laughs> peak comedy. It's so funny. And I don't remember these being so funny. And it was just such a nice surprise for me because I, I don't know why that wasn't. I thought of them as being like over the top and crazy, but I no, forgot like that funny. they yeah. are funny. And it, I, uh, all the time I quote the very beginning of the movie where he's, he's late. Oh, another one that we didn't talk about. Uh, oh, when he's yes. delivering pizza at the beginning. Mm hmm. The guy and he gets there. Oh, I forget his name. I forget the actor's name, but yes. Mr. Aziz, that, that actor is recognizable, but he delivers the pizza to Emily Deschanel. <gasps> was Zoe that who that was? Sister, I, didn't, I yep. completely missed that. There's another one there. But I constantly, I quote, um, when he, he realizes he's not going to be able to get there on his scooter 
And so he runs into the alley and changes <gasps> outfits into Spider-Man and he comes out and the random guy on the street goes, <laughs> That guy took his pizza. He stole that guy's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was so good. This movie is full of stuff he like that. Or stole like, that guy's pizza. Is it? I think it's this one where he he's in front of the theater and he gets he's on his little scooter and he gets like hit by a bus and he does a backflip <laughs> off of a scooter and the kids are standing there like what and he goes you know work out eat your green vegetables <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's oh, about right yeah, it's too good I, I, I also am a fan of um, the very end when he's maskless and he's holding that big wall up over Mary Jane and she's like you of course and he's like <laughs> this is really yeah heavy. i'll save you and he's yeah he's holding it <laughs> and they're just sitting there and he goes this is heavy this is really heavy <laughs> <laughs> i love it i it's love it so, so much oh wow it's so good uh the there's a moment with mary jane that i think about a lot and i don't <laughs> i don't know what it is in the movie but i know that i really like it when she's in her apartment with John, oh, with God. the fiance. Is this what I think it is? And they're sitting there on the couch. Ugh. Or she's on the couch and he's like on the ground. Uh, and she's like, hey, uh, kiss me. Kiss and like me. tilts his head all the way upside hey, down so that it'll be like I, I need to see something. <laughs> I, listen, I don't like Mary Jane. I said what I said. <laughs> I've Ooh, no, interesting. I, I have never liked Mary Jane. I remember even when I was a kid, I just like wasn't. I've always been a Gwen Stacy person. I just like mm. Gwen Stacy as a character better. And that's just me. But especially in these movies, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they have a couple really cute scenes, the two of them. But other than that, I'm like, I, I mean, the, the first time they do the upside down Spider-Man kiss. Great. Is a very, even though Iconic. he's clearly being waterboarded. Oh yeah. Like, it there is just rain pouring onto him directly up his nose. He's got to be dying. Yeah. While we're but, on that, that, that is just, what a weird thing to do. <laughs> to be like, hey, I want you to make out with me like this other guy made out with yeah, me one that's, time. That's bizarre. That right? is, it's that's so, very strange. I felt uncomfortable watching that. <laughs> I was like, ew, this is, oh, no. <laughs> I don't, I sure hope that's not a thing that people actually do because it's very God, strange. God, no, God. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh goodness. All right, we took we took a long a long road trip in the middle of what if this was a documentary that didn't really have a lot to do with what it's is this a documentary? On topic. But that's what we're here for. Yeah, you know? we're, we're just, it's we're on the to, topic of the movie. That's this what, is matters. what we do here, you know? This is what we do. But yeah. with that said, we're going to jump into the next question on our questionnaire. And that one is could someone else have done better? Um <laughs> and that is that is a tough question. For me, it, I also I do think found this it movie tough. Is is just perfect. I have two. I love it so. I much. have two answers, and neither of them are serious. So if you mm, want to okay. take it first, you, go. For yeah, it. I'll go because my I don't know. I don't know if this is the person that could have done it better, but I do wish we could have seen what almost happened, uh, because while this movie was being filmed, or just before this movie was being filmed, Tobey Maguire was also making Sea Biscuit. Interesting. Um, which is a movie that I don't nearly as often think about no, as Spider-Man 2. No, I don't know that but I he, ever have. He was doing Seabiscuit and like he did his own writing 
on that movie because you know it's about horses so he <laughs> he rode the horse himself i thought you like, said i thought you said writing yeah <laughs> he did his own writing so you he know he's on horses. and he got carpal tunnel and he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to make the spider-man <laughs> shape no he was doing his own writing stunts on okay. sea biscuit and like fractured his spine um, really? So they weren't sure. Yeah, like he had a really bad back injury. And when he's testing out his powers in the movie, and he like falls from the ninth story and yes. like bounces through clotheslines and lands on a car. Yes. You know he does that, and you can he stands up and his back cracks a lot, and he goes, "Oh my back!" That's like a <laughs> reference to the fact that he actually broke his back and almost didn't get to do this. Movie. Oh, oh, but, that sucks. I mean, I'm glad he got to do it. Well, he and here's here's the question is because if he hadn't done it, they were already <gasps> shopping scripts out to other people. Oh, and one of the people that received a script to play Peter Parker hypothetically in Spider-Man Two was one Jake Gyllenhaal. <gasps> Stop. Yeah, I love Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal so was, much. He, Jake Gyllenhaal is probably my favorite actor. You can put Jake Gyllenhaal in anything, Spider-Man. and I'll be happy about it. Hero, villain, yeah. I don't care. Anything. Well, and I'm really, I'm glad he got to like revisit the franchise as Mysterio, which is a perfect <gasps> yes. role for him. Oh, he was so perfect for wonderful in that movie. I loved but him. I will, I've never not loved Jim Gyllenhaal in a yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't think fair. I've ever thought he did a bad job with anything. <laughs> but I'll always wonder what would, that what have would been Spider-Man like? Two have been like if it was Jake Gyllenhaal instead. See, my only, my only one tiny nitpicky thing with that would be I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal is inherently someone who looks who has looked like 35 since he was like 16. That's true. Like even But then Donnie again Darko they also Jake cast Gyllenhaal. Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker who has also <laughs> looked 35 since he was 16. So I don't think Tobey Maguire looks like a teenager either. I think Tobey Oh no. Maguire looks but he at weird. least looks dweeby, you know? He does look dweeby. He, he looks, looks like a dweeby, dweeby. adult. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, I don't know if I think he could have done it better. But I would have liked to see it though. I would At like least to know like a what screen that test. Exactly. I would like to have seen that. Exactly. Uh. I I have heard conflicting reports that our good friend Aaron is the one who delivered the script to <gasps> Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh my God! Aaron Scully has met conf- Jake Gyllenhaal. I can't. I'm sending him an email. <laughs> I'm gonna send him an email asking a bunch of questions. I can't guarantee the truth of that statement. And maybe you can maybe if we send we'll him an email. In. Well, this is true. Maybe we'll get him to listen to this and then he'll just feel compelled to answer us. Can we email a, just the podcast? Just to him? send him the, the MP3 like, hey, of the podcast. Give it a listen. Hey, um, just listen to this. Don't ask any questions, but like answer some later. <laughs> but answer ours. Because <laughs> we've got some. <laughs> oh, oh, that's goodness. amazing. But I, yeah. Th- see, yet another reason that I should have just. I should have cornered him one day and asked him all my Spider-Man questions because I would love to know about that. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, I can confirm, did almost play Spider-Man in this movie. That's crazy. Not to, like, wish a horrible, horrible back injury on Tobey (laughs) Maguire, but that would have been interesting. Yeah, it would have. Especially because he's just so different. Anyway. Yeah, it would have been a very different movie for sure. You said you have some goofs. I I have two goofs. Um... So, could someone else have done better? My first answer to this is not an actor, but a character. Um, okay. 
And here I go bashing on MJ again. Ah, um, uh, yeah. I'm going to say any other actress in New York City could have done better in her <laughs> production of The Importance of Being Earnest since she went and, like, broke character in the middle of a performance because Peter wasn't there. And then because he was. What do you want? Or was. Whatever. <laughs> she does it both times. Yeah. Unprofessional. <laughs> Get her out. <laughs> Fire. Yeah, that, that's not a great look that she just stopped and couldn't come up with anything. And the stage manager is over on the side of the stage going, I am glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that. Wow. Ugh. And then my only yeah, other a, one, one. Is, is full goof. Um, along the same vein of, like, I would watch Jake Gyllenhaal in any role. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could just put J.K. Simmons in every role in this film, and, I, <laughs> and I'd be, I would be content. J.K. Simmons as every character in this movie is a really interesting <laughs> thought experiment. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, ooh, I want to see a scene of just two J.K. Simmons uh doing the makeout scene where one of one <laughs> one of the JK Simmons is upside down and the other one is MJ in a in a red wig. <laughs> I like the idea of He still has the um, mustache in both though. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course the mustache. You can't get rid of it. You that cannot. I like the idea of a train full of JK Simmonses <laughs> lining up in front of Dr. Octopus who is also JK Simmons. <laughs> I like the idea of J.K. Simmons looking down at also J.K. Simmons and saying, he's just a kid. No, you <laughs> know what's better? J.K. Simmons. What's better is a, a small, a sm- okay, do you remember the George Lopez show? Yes, I'm um, familiar. Where every time there's a flashback, instead of getting a child, it's a child's body, but just with George Lopez's with face. Um, yes. <laughs> it's that, but it's the small child carrying spider-man's mask back to him but it's just a kid's body just, with jk simmons face saying we won't tell nobody <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness at the end of the movie it's jk simmons at the altar and jk simmons in a wedding dress running, running away from away. the church oh my god we did i wow we might have done something here i think we might have done something <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, jk simmons is every woman who got paid to scream <laughs> <laughs> just jk simmons over and over it's rubble falling just, on him but instead of like a high shrill girly scream it's like ah <laughs> <laughs> it's him it's him like quoting his own stuff from other movies <laughs> So he's just talking about, like, rushing or dragging? Were you rushing or dragging? And that's just all he does in this movie. Oh, my God. I'm going to sit on the floor real quick. Woo! That took me out. Someone should go and just cobble together a version of this movie from various other J.K. Simmons performances. Um, One of them being his voice work in Portal 2. Yes, of course. Um, The monologue where he just screams about burning people's houses down with lemons. If you haven't played, if you haven't played Portal Two, there's some there's some gems. There's some good J. Some good J. K. Simmons sound bites in there. (laughs) It's great. Okay, I think I think it's time for us to move on to absolutely a question that is so uniquely us. Oh yeah, Um, and a question that and in this case very much already has its answer. I was gonna say a question that is important (laughs) to answer for this movie, and that is. Would this be better as a musical? No. <laughs> and 
certainly not when it leads to the maiming of multiple lead actors no um that spider-man turn off the dark is it turn off the dark or turn out the dark uh i, I think it's to get turn out turn out the dark. I, I believe it's turn out the dark because turn out is not the same as turn off yeah no that's not the same Tur- <laughs> <laughs> spider-man turn out the dark first of all is an absolute nonsense title. Oh, absolutely. Right? It means nothing. It also had bad music. Yes, very bad. I've tried listening to it. It didn't go well. And Reeve Carney only barely survived it yeah. to bring us Hades Town. Yeah, I know. We could have missed out on Reeve Carney and Hades Town. We could have missed out on one of the best musicals of the last few years. Because Spider-Man almost killed a sweet actor. Just decided it needed to exist. Oh, boy. Well, I guess the other question is maybe that was, like, the first... Because that's his only other really big Broadway credit. Yes. So maybe Spider-Man needed to be the thing that... To get him on the map. a moment. Get people talking about So then a few years later, he could come back for Hadestown. Here's the thing. But I don't know. I I don't think anybody needed Spider-Man to turn out the In the defense of the, like team that made it i get it i can i can absolutely see where they would think they could get a good musical out of it superhero media i feel like kind of does lend itself a little bit to the stage a little bit more than say other films yeah because you're inherently like heightened there's already the suspension of disbelief there it's already you know heightened in that way so right. I get it. Well, and you're talking about an era where, like, Toxic Avenger oh, was, yeah. you know, making its rounds. And you're also getting, you're about to get some of the, like, wire work and flying that happened in Wicked and in the Pippin revival. And you're like, oh, well, what if we just put those things together? Right. And now we're doing Spider-Man. That would be but- my, that would be my opinion, is that it probably would only work in something like a toxic avenger where it Mm -hmm. is just something goofy it's not trying to be be a spectacle it's just there to be goofy and for people to laugh at and have a good time and you certainly can't repeatedly drop your actors into the fourth row absolutely not it's it's not good for business or for their health no (laughs) it is not good that's crazy to me that not only did that happen in this show's process but it happened multiple, multiple times, times yeah that they like broke limbs by <sighs> dropping people into the audience that is terrifying that's not a good look and this is that is only the second time i've ever heard of a superhero getting turned into a musical and neither of them have ever gone well yeah. there is yeah. well toxic avenger i guess um but superman is also a musical that exists mm-hmm. it is not good but it exists I wonder if there's a scenario where, like, in a few years, the live technology will be better and, you know, the early advent of, like, hologram technology is happening now. Yeah. I wonder if there's an option in a few years where you could do this in a way that works. I think eventually you could. I think maybe someday. But the time was not, what year was that? Like, 2012, 2013? Yeah, the past. Yeah. That that was not the time. <laughs> we weren't ready yet. It was 2011. Oh, I was close. I was June fully guessing. Yeah. 
Also, um, doing having Bono do the book probably didn't. That help probably it a lot, yeah, that did not work in its favor at all. I like I like the pick. Honestly, I think there's probably a good musical in Bono somewhere. If American Idiot can be good, Bono can write yeah. a good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I but I'm gonna man. plug something right here. Um, plug it because plug away. I watch. I've gotten recently into uh, video essays on YouTube. Mm. Um, and there is one that I found that is about the Spider-Man musical that I thought had some really, really good thoughts about it. Uh, and it's a video by, her name is Lindsay Ellis on YouTube. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's just a good video and she's got, cause she actually saw the show oh, and she's I like, know more. she's a movie reviewer and she went and saw the show and has all these thoughts about like the production of it. And she does it a lot of movies. She does like, she has a video essay about. Hunchback of Notre Dame. She has one about the Phantom of the Opera, the terrible movie. And like, it's just <laughs> really good. So like, meh. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to have to go watch that. Please do. That I'll does, send it to you when we're done right with this. Early. Please do. Yeah. Okay. I think we've done enough dunking on <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I think so too. <laughs> Let and it rest. we got a little shout out to our very special boy, Reef Carney. Absolutely. Um, oh, to have that, that voice. Those sweet tenor pipes. Uh, beautiful. Someday. Maybe. Um, <laughs> and I think I think we got to move on to our last question. Here. Absolutely. And our last question is really simple. It's what do you rate this film? Yeah. But on you get to you get to decide the scale. You get to decide the rating. <gasps> what do you think? Wait, what wait, does wait. It deserve? Before we do this, uh, remember Ooh. how I told you I ranked every Spider-Man film? Oh yes, I've been. Did you also do that? awaiting. I have a ranking ready at all times. Okay, great. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go. Okay, I great. Can go. Number one for me is this movie. Okay. Spider-Man 2 is my favorite. Okay. Um, let me let me think here. There are eight. Goes, there are eight. There are eight. Total. Yes. We go Spider-Man 2. We go into the Spider-Verse. Okay. At number two. Then Far From Home. And I think it's probably because I love Mysterio so much. Oh, he's great. That's a nonsense character. And I was so <laughs> excited to see that he was going to be in a movie. Also, my favorite actor played him. Ah, beautiful. So Spider-Man 2, Into the Spider-Verse, Far From Home. The original Spider-Man. Okay. The Green Goblin one. This is really um, funny. Ours are very close so far. Nice. Yeah. And then it's probably Homecoming. And then Spider-Man 3, and then Amazing Spider-Man, and then Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, the entire latter half of that list is exactly the same as mine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so mine is, my number one is uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Is that is an me. acceptable answer. Uh, it's a very good Spider-Man movie. 2 is number two, this one. Uh, the original Spider-Man is number three. Okay. And then yeah. Far From Home. And then Homecoming, Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I approve of I approve of this list as well. Yes. So you could argue that we you are ranking it Spider-Man 2 out of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And that's how you rate this film. Oh yeah. In a way. I I have my I could own, also I say that I rank little, it Spider-Man like, 2 out of Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> um my like fun ranking uh I said from a scale of Toby Maguire's cry face uh, <laughs> to Spidey Christ symbolism. 
I give it a solid Dr. Aaron Scully wearing the Doc Ock arms. That's very good. Thank you. Um, I was going to give this movie eight out of arms to hold you. (laughs) 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 And I feel like that's a good note to carry us into the outro. Um, This has been a really fun time. Um, I think, I think this deserves to be the first episode that we put out there. I think so too. Some really good stuff to say about it. Um, But I think the number one thing that was good that we said about it is actually a question. And that question we asked... What is it, Zach? Was what did we just watch? What did we just watch? We just told you. And that is the most important thing. We did all that work just to tell you what we just watched. We just watched the other questions that we I'm Spider-Man.